now we have set up the studio for a little yoga demonstration. We're, We're doing pranayama. Okay. Pranayama means... Hello and welcome to the Mayman Show. We are coming to you from our studios in Riyadh, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And today we have with us the president of the Saudi Yoga Committee, Nof El Marwai. Thank you very much for being with us. Thank you for inviting me. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. And uh, yoga is... is uh, Definitely a flourishing practice here in the kingdom, thanks to your efforts and, uh, you know, the, the team you work with. Let's start off with the Saudi Yoga Committee. Tell us a little bit about the Saudi Yoga Committee. So the Saudi Yoga Committee was established um, in 16th of May, 2021, mm-hmm. uh, under the Saudi Arabian Olympic and Paralympic Committee, and right. the Minister of Sports. And... Um, it's a dream that came true, I would say. Uh, we're very excited. We have um, a wonderful team. So we worked on actually promoting yoga and educating the society about yoga. I know yoga is is uh, a flourishing practice in Saudi Arabia, like you said. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of misconceptions as well as... Um, how would I explain it? A misconception in, a, in in the practice itself because okay. there are different styles of yoga that are not really in the tradition of yoga. So we're trying to promote yoga the right way and educate the society of the practices. We regulated the practices. Mm-hmm. We designed uh, the standards and um, we even signed an MOU with the Ayush Ministry, which is actually the Ministry of Yoga in India, okay. for our standards for you know exchange and develop yoga in Saudi Arabia. So we have been working uh, the last two years um, to not only promote yoga and not only to educate people about yoga and to bring more people to yoga who okay. never tried yoga from all age groups mm-hmm. and different life. You know, so walks. you're working on yoga and it's in its grassroots basically at the moment. Yes. Making sure that the whole ecosystem is set up for exactly. it. Exactly. Okay. Yes. And uh, one of the efforts that that uh, you uh, you've partaken in recently was the International Yoga Day. It was June the 21st. Yes. So how was this celebrated in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia? So. Um, the first ever yoga day um, in this whole world was in 2015. We celebrated that. We have been celebrating every year with the Indian diaspora and maybe um, the Indian uh, missions. But this year was different. This year we had 10,000 people participating, Saudis and expatriates and equal percentages and this is an amazing thing to achieve we had um, um, yoga celebrations in different regions of the kingdom around nine 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 regions and 23 locations and the most amazing thing is kids um, 
old people, uh, people from middle age, uh, youth, everybody participated right. in those um, celebrations. And we so had... How did you guys uh, celebrate? We practiced yoga, of okay. course. You celebrate yoga by practicing yoga. Mm-hmm. And um, we, of course, honored our champions who won the medals in Nepal okay. in the festival. So uh, we had one of the big celebrations we had was in the location of the Olympic Committee in the green halls of the Ministry of Sports. Mm-hmm. A lot of people came. So we honored the champions who won the medals. Uh-huh. And we practiced yoga, we practiced meditation and breathing to introduce people to this beautiful, healthy practice. Mm-hmm. And in different other locations, we celebrated also with Disha Group. It's a cultural um, uh, group from India. Mm -hmm. And uh, we celebrated in three cities with them. Uh, But we also gave um, light speeches about how yoga can help you and how yoga is actually flourishing in the kingdom Uh and how we uh, would encourage people to try yoga. So this is it. But there is a yoga protocol, by the way, that is practiced in the yoga day. So um, majority of the locations practiced the the yoga protocol, but other yoga locations, uh, celebrations we had in different locations, they wanted a specific practice because we had yoga for special needs, Mm -hmm. we had yoga for orphanages, we had yoga in universities. So we had to adapt the practice to to um, suit the right. the audience. So give me an example of what is a p- part of the protocol. Uh, the yoga protocol um, is actually designed. Uh, to be suitable for everybody who's able to do something, even okay. if they're not really fit or or able to to do all the positions, there's standing yoga exercises, there are twisting, there are forward bending, and then there is breathing and meditation exercises. All right, that's interesting. So, but yoga practices are vast. You can actually change and. Okay. Yeah, adapted you can, you to individual can, needs. You can modify it to fit your specific exactly. needs. The, the one that I, I follow up on, I don't know if you're aware of, it's called DDP Yoga. No, I, I'm not aware of that. Well, if you ever have time, it's 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 yoga for bros. It's okay. called DDP Yoga by a retired professional wrestler. Okay. His name is Diamond Dallas Page. So okay. that's why it's DDP Yoga. Yeah, a lot of athletes actually develop their own yoga programs mm-hmm. and routines because they they saw the benefits yeah, of it. It adds, uh, w- w- what they like to say, it adds miles to the engine. Exactly. <laughs> when it you're does. meant to retire. It really does. Okay. And let's 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 go back to the Saudi national yoga team, the one that you guys were celebrating, mm-hmm. in the, you know, in the International Yoga Day. So their first international competition was last June in Nepal and won, and they won five medals. Not one, not yes. two, not three, not four, but five was- in Nepal. Yes. Which is just ridiculous. How, you know, like, how was the team prepared to achieve this? Especially, you know, going to compete. In know, the Himalayas. Yes, in the Himalayas. In a country. Where yoga was born. Yes, where yoga was born. So it's like you went to the originators of yoga and took it to them. Yeah. So, yeah, yoga originated, yes, in India, but mainly in the Himalayas. So Nepal and uh, India, of course. Our team... Uh, was actually prepared even before this because we had a local championship in December mm-hmm. that was hosted um, in the UBT University yeah. of yes of Business and Technology in Jeddah, 
in collaboration, of course, with the University Sports Federation here under the Ministry of Education. And um, 120 people registered, 120 people, yogis, registered to participate in this championship. Okay. So people who actually won the medals or participated in this championship were selected to right. participate in the Saudi national team. And um, it was, I, I wouldn't say a surprise for us, but yeah, it was. And it was a very emotional moment for all of us uh, to see the success. So we took the team and we held a camp for seven days okay. with experts. So we have our technical advisor, Mr. Jatin Tomer from India. He's an expert in yoga competitions and yoga asan sports. So yoga is something, the yoga you see around the kingdom or around the world. And there is this specific athletic type of yoga, the professional type that is called <coughs> yoga asan sports. So what we actually competed in was the yoga asan competition. Yoga asan okay. means the yoga positions. Right. There is a style for that, and it's really famous. There are federations around the world for it and so Asia. So the competition is based on how well you perform the yoga positions? Yes, how well, how accurate, how stable, how mm -hmm. comfortable, because yoga is body and mind. You yep. can't be holding yourself and suffering in the position. Mm -hmm. You will lose your marks. Okay. So the stability, the flexibility, the the, the perfection <laughs> of the Yes, and they have to hold it for 10 to 15 seconds. So okay. it depends on... So for our players, they had to hold for 13 seconds okay. each position. You're talking about hand balance, difficult splits and things like that. So we had this wonderful uh, young yoga champion, uh, Badr Al-Ghamdi, he's eight years old, mm -hmm. who actually won the silver. And we have Samahir, she's um, mm -hmm. in the category of elder okay. girls uh, above what's 20. Her, what's her last name? Samahir Al-Malki, okay. she won the gold, and she won the gold also in the local championship. She's wonderful. We have Jude Habit. She won the bronze. And honestly, um, she was wonderful. And I really wanted her, you know, uh, to win so bad because she's so passionate about it. And when she got on the stage, she was so comfortable, so stable. And mm -hmm. uh, we were impressed by her performance. Mm -hmm. And we have Ahmed Shilati who won the, the silver, and he's um, in the age above 20. Right. He is also a wonderful player. He impressed because I heard ju the judges comment. Mm -hmm. They were impressed by our players. Okay. Because it's the first participation for Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and five really. medals. That's not too bad. Yes. Mm -hmm. That was... Um, that was very emotional for everybody. We okay. cried. Really? <laughs> we cried. Did you celebrate after you cried? We, of course, celebrated. Okay. We celebrated from that moment until we left Nepal, until we came back. Mm -hmm. There was a big reception in the airport families, yoga lovers and fans. And actually, even the airport staff celebrated with us. First, wow. they said, what are you doing here with flags and music and flowers? We said, the Saudi national team won five medals in yoga. Oh, wow. Can we celebrate with you? We said, yes. So we're still celebrating that. Okay. All right. And, and, and okay. So aside from the International Day celebrations and also the participation on an international level, last year... Um, 
you, uh, the first ever yoga festival was held in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. What upcoming activities or events can we expect to see in Saudi for yoga? There's always um, a lot of activities we're doing and we're uh, announcing it in our social media. We're planning uh, a lot more events and a lot more of promotions, not only for yoga, for health and well-being, but also for yoga as in sports. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Because it's very important for youth to have a motivation to right. have a sustainable practice. And the competition part is really important for youth, especially the young ones, because people in our age would sit, breathe, and meditate and practice the slow practice. But for youth, they would need something more challenging. So we're working on different uh, strategies uh, as well. Okay. One of the most important things also we're working at is the accreditation of yoga teachers that okay. we're going to launch soon. So there's going to be an accreditation process. Yes, of course. Okay. Because uh, we noticed shortage in certain aspects with yoga trainers available in the market. So okay. we want to help them develop their skills and their teaching uh, skills so the outcome increases in so the is, quality and volume. Is it to set like like a, like a standard, like this should be the bare minimum yes. that a yoga instructor? Yes. You know? Okay. Yes. Right. Interesting. And um, so aside from, from, you know, uh, setting up this framework and getting, uh, doing activities for, you know, for different age groups and different needs within the population, um, You are uh, you have a representation within the G20 summit as Saudi Arabia's first yoga acharya. So, what does this participation mean for you personally, for yoga? Uh, you know, to support yoga and also at the same time, how do you feel yoga can be used as a vehicle to bridge Saudi with other cultures? First of all, this representation means a lot to me. Um, If anything, it shows the level of the Saudi and India relations. And I'm really, really honored to be uh, selected for that. And of course, I thank the Minister of Sports and the Ministry of Sports for supporting uh, such initiatives and supporting me to represent the kingdom in this program. So the G20 presidency's message uh, for India this year Okay. Uh, is Vasudeva Katumbakam. Vasudeva Katumbakam is an old phrase from an old ancient text. Okay. Um, that's called. Can't say it again. <laughs> Just one second. Say, say it one more time, please. Vasudeva Katumbakam. Vasu. Deva. Deva. Katumbakam. Katumbakam. I'm means, learning a lot of interesting new words today. Yeah, Sanskrit. Uh, it means uh, the whole word is one family. Okay. That's a nice meaning. So this comes from an old, old Indian ancient text that is called the Maha Upanishad. And yoga comes from old, old Indian uh, ancient text and philosophy. So mm -hmm. actually it's aligned because we also in yoga use this phrase and we say the whole word is one family. So a lot of concepts in the yoga philosophy uh -huh. and teaching falls into that. 
Okay. Everyone. So I'm representing Saudi Arabia and the Saudi Yogi Committee, and I'll be organizing the programs for also other countries um, so we can highlight the importance of yoga as a message of peace and development. Okay. The teachings of yoga are vast, and the philosophy of yoga is wonderful. That's why you see that usually yogis have the same mentality and the same concepts, and they're very aware uh, how do they live? How do they treat others? Because this is what yoga teaches us, what is called yamma and niyamma. Okay. It's like ethical codes. Yamma and niyamma. Niyamma. Yeah, this, is, okay. this comes from Patanjali Yoga Sutras, and they are actually what the SDGs of the United Nations are. Okay. So there are five major yammas, but some texts mention 10 mm -hmm. and five niyamas. So it's ahimsa, no violence whatsoever, even against animals or insects. Okay. Uh, astya, satya means the truth, non-stealing. So a lot of concepts mm -hmm. uh, that is aligned. So this is how uh, the message of G20 is connected to yoga through Indian the, through the Indian presidency. And we're going to have a lot of programs to promote healthy well-being, living through the message and the concepts of yoga, mm -hmm. and also the message of development and peace through yoga. Yoga can be a message of peace between nations. And how does this bridge the culture between Saudi Arabia and India? Mm -hmm. By promoting that, we're actually promoting the friendship and the cultural exchange with India. And this how I'm actually known in India. I'm known in India for yoga, for my message as being a Saudi mm -hmm. and uh, promoting yoga. And actually, I had a lot of uh, presence in the Indian media regarding yoga and yoga in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So there's a lot of things we're doing in this regard. And, and yes, yoga is a very strong cultural bridge between Saudi Arabia and India, I think bilateral ties also. Okay. And aside from, you know, being in the uh, Indian media and, you know, uh, being, uh, you know, like known for in, in the yoga realm, you were also awarded a, you know, the highest civilian award in India, which is the Padma Shri. Yes. See, I didn't need you to tell me that one. I got it right myself. <laughs> so, yeah. It is the highest fourth civilian award in India. Okay. And it's actually given to Indians and very rare to foreigners. Mm -hmm. And yes, I'm the first Arab um, to be awarded the Padma, the Padma Shri. Shri yeah. Yes, and maybe the first foreigner uh, to get Padma Shri for yoga okay. in India. Right. Um, mm. I'm honored, honestly, and I received this from uh, the former Indian president, Mr. Nav Govind. It was a surprise for me. Okay. But it's an honor for me and for my country, too, of course. It's, um, it's a big honor. Okay. Well, <clears throat> since you're Saudi Arabia's first yoga acharya and a Padma Shri Award winner from India, president of the Saudi Yoga Committee, you know, like you're you're the perfect person to ask. How do you feel that yoga is being adopted in society today here in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia? And is it true that yoga will be introduced in university curriculums sometime soon? Okay, so there's a lot of growing interest in Saudi Arabia for yoga, mm -hmm. even kids. 
So um, it's our job to help people know more about yoga and promote yoga and provide yoga programs and activities so people can um, understand it and have it as a lifestyle. And the Saudi um, population and even mm-hmm. the expatriates in Saudi Arabia are very interested in yoga. The, the interest is really huge. I would say society in Saudi Arabia because we really have a big yoga community here. All right. And uh, will it be introduced in universities? Yes, we're working on that. Okay. Uh, so it depends on what universities want us to develop for mm-hmm. them. If a university wants yoga for health and well-being, we provide all that support and technical um, support, information, whatever they need to know as regulations and uh, permissions. Okay. And uh, so as the first, you know, certified Saudi yoga instructor, um, briefly tell us, how, how did you begin this journey? I actually had a lot of health issues. Okay. I was born one kilo, 200 grams. Okay. And I was six since I was born. I was never breastfed or had milk because of my allergies. Growing up, I struggled. So when I reached to high school... Mm-hmm. My health was really bad, and I had a lot of symptoms. My fingers would turn blue and freeze, and I would wake up with stiffness in all my joints, and I won't be able uh, to get off bed. I have to wait for 30 minutes, 45 minutes for mm-hmm. this, and it affected my study. So my parents decided that I can't go to school anymore unless they find a solution, and I was diagnosed with a rheumatic disease, mm-hmm. lupus erythematosus. So that year I was staying home. Okay. 98 and years before that in 1990 my dad brought a book because my dad was in martial arts judo and karate and he was a champion himself okay and a general secretary for the arab federation of martial arts he brought a book about yoga from egypt in 1990 and i would look at it and i was interested as a kid i was 10 years old but i couldn't do anything because it's so like the positions are drawn, hand drawn, and it wasn't really mm-hmm. clear. So in 1998, I found a book. One day I was in Jarir and I found Colin's book. And it was a yoga book that I've never seen in Saudi, but I used to do yoga looking at the internet, mm-hmm. taking the position. So I started practicing yoga and a lot of my symptoms, panic attacks, sleeping disorders, the anxiety, the stiffness started improving slowly. That's when I get really interested. So I went back to school the year after I graduated. Then I studied psychology and I picked the clinical um, branch of it. And only then when I started looking at studies, how does breathing and meditation help? There wasn't a lot of studies on the general yoga practice of the positions. Okay. But gradually it started coming because the world was interested on how yoga is improving people's health. And I would say, I would say yoga really saved my life. Okay. I was unable to sleep or move or even sit on the floor crossed legs because of my joint stiffness. Mm -hmm. 
But after practicing yoga, I wouldn't say I 100% improved immediately, but it was a gradual significant change that made me love yoga and want to learn more. So when I graduated from university, I traveled to study yoga, even though I was reading a lot and doing a lot um, to know more how. And whatever I was studying in psychology, I was trying to look into medical studies and how yoga is actually beneficial for health. Do you mind giving us a little yoga demonstration? Yes, of course. All right. We so. can do pranayamas, breathing. Okay. Since it's nighttime, okay. we can do breathing that can calm your system down and help you sleep better. All right. Let's, let's, let's do that. Let's set up the studio sure. and, and, and do that now. All right. Now we have set up the studio for a little yoga demonstration. We're, We're doing pranayama. Okay. Pranayama means... The breathing uh, techniques of yoga, the traditional breathing techniques. And they're used to help your mind focus and develop your mindfulness, calms your nervous system and refreshes you. Mm -hmm. So these are things you can even practice in the office. Okay. Even if you're sitting on a chair, right? So we will start Mm -hmm. with few stretches to just help your system to okay. be able to do the pranayama right. So first we stand Namaste Mudra. Namaste Mudra. Focus your mind. Focus your mind, okay. Just close your eyes. Breathe slowly. What's this? Um, actually, we warm our palms and we okay. put it here. So there are different explanations of that, but it helps you calm down your nervous system, especially you have nerves in your face. And when you warm it or you touch it, it activates the parasympathetic nervous system. So it helps you relax because we have parts of the vagus nerve and different nerves in there. And the breathing, the deep breathing activates and stimulates the vagus nerve, so it relaxes your system. Okay. Okay? So you can put your hands here, chest up, shoulders down and back. Your chin is parallel to the floor. Take a deep inhalation and raise your hands up. Interlace your fingers. Extend your spine, take a deep breath. So lengthening the spine is very important for people who basically do disc jobs because it protects your spine Mm -hmm. from compression and potential discs. So keep your elbow down. Okay. Raise your arm and breathe. Take a deep breath, open your chest, and go to the other side. And back to the center. Put your right palm on your navel and your left on your diaphragm. 
Now, chin is parallel to the floor, shoulders back and down. Try to take a deep breath, but you have to feel it in both the diaphragm and the abdomen. Deep. This is called full breath. So if you breathe shallow, you mm -hmm. develop an anxiety because okay. shallow breathing activates the nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system means more fight or flight responses. Mm -hmm. And if you have just deep breathing, and you don't feel it in other parts this is called abdominal breathing right. and sometimes it's very sedative and it makes you feel lazy and that happens if your posture is not correct okay so yoga is about correction of the whole body and posture so fixing your breath and fixing your posture can fix your mood okay it prevents an anxiety and depression okay so take a deep breath and feel it in the three parts, up, middle, and lower. So when you exhale, you have to feel all that going in. Mm -hmm. When you inhale, you have to feel the expansion. Okay. And if your breathing is opposite, you need to correct that because that is not a healthy um, type. It's very unhealthy because... It makes you always nervous. It's called the paradoxical breathing. Okay. Exhale. And pause between inhalation and exhalation. It's called kumbhaka. Kumbhaka. Okay. okay. So people who practice meditation and breathing notice inhale, pause, exhale, pause. So inhalation. Two seconds and then exhale. Okay. So next, we're doing the alternate nostril breathing. Mm -hmm. And in Sanskrit, it's called Anulum Vilum. Anulum? Anulum Vilum. Anulum Vilum. Yeah. Close or enough, right? Nadi Shodana. <laughs> okay. Anulum Vilum means mm -hmm. the sun and the moon, but Nothing yeah. about the real sun and moon. It's, ju it's just like a concept they use to explain because in the past they had their way, you know, there was no x-rays or scans to see what is really inside the body. So they had their own theory of nadis. Mm -hmm. So they used to say this is cooling and this is heating. Okay. So when you breathe from both nostrils, you actually Re connect your energies and okay. you develop harmony. Right. But the science explained this because this breathing helps the nervous system to calm down and it creates harmony. So it reduces stimulation in the sympathetic nervous system and activates the parasympathetic nervous system. Okay. So you become calm and you reduce adrenaline, fight or flight in your system. So put your left hand here mm -hmm. and the right hand on top of it, two fingers to touch. Okay the the forehead mm -hmm. and this is for your right nostril and this is for your left nostril okay. the ring the ring finger right. so we'll start yes. by taking a deep breath from the left nostril chest up and then close the left nostril exhale from the right then inhale from the right itself 
exhale from the left so after you so there are a few uh, ways to do this you either inhale for okay. example 10 times from the right close it and do the left all right or you do inhale right exhale left right mm -hmm. left right left and then you do it the other way yes but the way i was teaching you is the most uh significant way neurology wise right. in the brain mm -hmm. in the studies it helps the nervous system counts um itself faster right. and it develops your focus over time and it has a really good effect on your brain mm -hmm. actually it needs coordination uh -huh. and it helps your coordination i'm talking about the neurological effect so yeah. a lot of these practices look simple but they have an effect on the brain because complicated moves with like some yeah. of the yoga moves would say twist but when you twist you have to bring your leg here but your upper part there so it's a complicated move for the brain it's in coordination okay if i tell you to move in a sequence with breath you're gonna get confused and okay. that's why yoga is different than any other practices mm -hmm. that's why it's body and mind because to control your breath it's not easy it needs training but once you're trained once you start seeing the benefits you will never stop practicing that okay i mean it's obviously there's 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 a lot no we'll it. get a yoga teacher here to teach all yeah. of you okay i mean i i'm calm with this light exercise that we've uh, yes done, do, you know? do you feel the effect right I feel, I feel so calm that i don't even know how to close the episode namaste <laughs> <laughs> yeah. namaste okay namaste namaste and before we wrap up this 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 episode you know every one of the guests that uh, we have on the show always uh, has a personal message that they can deliver to the Arab news audience and the Mayman show audience and anyone who's watching us. What's yours? Your health is important. Okay. You can buy anything. You can replace anything, but not your health. And your mental health is something you don't see mm -hmm. or feel until it's really compromised. Okay. Mental health is very important for you growing up the life has challenges so taking care of your physical health and mental health as well it's gonna actually decide what quality of life you're gonna have when you grow old okay all right interesting this is, i mean of course it's a it's a good mindset to have it's always yes you know, because now we try to work with a lot of people in above 40 and 50. Mm -hmm. Your, your quality of life is going to get compromised if your mental health is not taken care of so early in life. All right. Well, well, that's 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 some good advice for for our audience. And uh, I'd like to wish you nothing but the best of success moving yeah. forward. Uh, I applaud and laud you for for your efforts efforts in ensuring that yoga has a large presence here Inshallah. in the kingdom and in the world Inshallah. all right and uh that's all the time we have for for this episode again thanks for for coming by our studios so and much. do this demonstration everything and till next time tune in to the one and only mayman show Namaste.